We started, and so happy to have you here today. We started uh, by basically saying this class and this mentorship program is a program to basically teach you all manner of prayer. Right. That's really the overarching uh, theme and goal of this class because not every, not the same, there's not the same prayer for every situation. Right. Right. And um, I learned that over many years. Right. And I also want you to know that an intercessory prayer life, a woman of prayer, a man of prayer that lives in a prayer realm, yeah. much of this is caught versus taught. So if it's like anything else, if I if you got a kid that's a great basketball player, if you put him with a basketball player that plays on his level, he'll never be any better than what he prays. But if you put him with an NBA star, he's going to catch it. He's going to take it. And Pastor Cindy and I had the privilege in our younger days to pray with the mothers of the church, the right. old mothers of the church. And they didn't take us through prayer courses. No. They took us in the prayer room. Right. And not that it, prayer course is not good because we're doing a prayer course. Right, right. But they took us in the prayer room and we caught it. They modeled it and we caught it. They modeled it and we caught it. And then over time, we actually learned the precepts and the principles behind what we were actually doing in the spirit. So what we're going to talk about today is why do we pray? We need, we need to answer the question of why. Right. And I want to pray over you. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for every one of these ladies. Yes. I thank you, God, for their desire to pray. Yes. I thank you, God, that supernatural unction of the Spirit yes. is going to overcome over them. And they're not only going to learn how to pray, but they're going to learn how to pray in the Holy Spirit. Yes. They're going to learn how to pray all manner yes. of prayers according to your will and your purpose and your plan. And they're going to learn to respond on earth with what they're hearing in heaven. Yes. Yes. And God, I just thank you that they're not only going to learn it in the natural, but they're going to learn it by the spirit. Yes. Yes. And I plead the blood of Jesus over you. And I declare, I plead the blood of Jesus over this technology. Yes. I plead the blood of Jesus over every lady that's on this yes. broadcast and Zoom. And I hear the Lord saying over the next four to five weeks, you're going to get an upgrade. Yes. In every yes. area of your life, you're going to get an upgrade because the Bible says, as my soul prospers, so I prosper. So I prosper. In every area of my life. So yes, I want God. you to get ready for an upgrade Ooh, because yes. an upgrade is yours. And uh, I want to start with this scripture. And Pastor Cindy, you weigh in anywhere you want. I want to start with Ephesians 6 and 18. And one of the things Pastor Callie said earlier, and I, I don't know if you heard her say this or not, maybe not take notes, but just listen because you're going to receive, you're going to receive an impartation. You also will get this link later and you can go back and take copious notes if you want to. But a lot of times, if you will just allow your, your spirit to open up and receive, you're going to catch some things by the spirit tonight that if you start writing, sometimes you might just get a little distracted. Okay. So just listen with your heart open. Also, if you have a question, I would wait till the end. Write your questions down. If you have a question that, that you want answered, just based on what we're teaching, and I don't answer it in the hour, 
write it down and then put it in the very end of the class, put it in the chat box. Right. And I will look over those questions and we'll take some time on each broadcast to answer some of your questions. Okay. But, um, but listen to the whole broadcast because many times the questions are answered. It's true. So let's start with Ephesians 6 and 18. And, and the Lord, the Lord exhorts us um, to pray at all times on every occasion in every season in the spirit with all manner of prayer. Now this is Paul that wrote this and in if y'all could, if you could mute, mute your, your, um, your microphone, microphone, please. Ephesians 6 and 18 exhorts us to pray at all times on every occasion in every season in the spirit. And here's what I want you to remember with all manner of prayer and entreaty. And what the Lord is saying through Paul there is there are different types of prayers right. for different seasons, for different issues, for different revelation. Right. And I want you to seek me, pray always, and I'm going to teach you how to pray all manners of prayer according to what is needed to receive the revelation from God. So good. Such so good. an important, yes. such an important revelation. And so that is what we, that's why the disciples said, teach us how to pray. Right. Right. Because that was a, I told Pastor Cindy, that was a weird question to me. I, I'll, I'll never forget you know, 18 or 19 years old reading that. And I'm thinking they've walked with Jesus. Yeah. Three and a half years. Right. Right. They've watched him pray and devils be cast out, pray and people get saved, pray and uh, people raised from the dead, blind eyes open. They've watched him go into a secret place and they're saying, teach us how to pray. You've walked with the Lord. Right. Right. But what they were saying was, in the model prayer, and we'll go back to this today. We're gonna we're gonna break this down. Is that they were saying, teach us all manner of prayer. We're realizing that you pray different prayers for different situations for different situations, right. and you connect to the Father and get the manner of prayer. And then when you begin to pray what you're hearing in heaven, you receive a download. Absolutely. So that's what they're saying in this. So this is this is really what the class is all about. Second Peter 1, 12 to 13. And I want to read this one. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. I'm talking to Christians here. Right. They're safe people. These people that know how to live for God. Right. Yes, I think it's right. As long as I am in this tent to stir you up by reminding you. So this was Paul talking again. No, I'm sorry. This was Peter, Peter talking again, saying, I know you know the basics of living for God. I know you know how to pray. I know you know about weapons, but I am going to stir you up and I am going to give you more revelation. And here's what I want to say to you, ladies. It does not matter if you started living for God in the last 30 days and you're just now learning how to pray. Or if you've been going five years. Right. Or if you are a 30-year seasoned Christian. Right. There is always fresh revelation. Absolutely. And God is always teaching us new things about the courts of heaven, about intercessory prayer, about prophetic prayer, about 
uh, worship and extolling the Lord. Right. And there are so many facets to this. And what God is going to help us do is he is going to give us a glimpse right. of all the facets of God. That's so good, Pastor Callie. Of all the facets of God. So basically what he's saying is, I want you to always remember the weapons God has given you for battle here on earth. And prayer is one of the greatest weapons that we could ever have. It's the greatest weapon Absolutely. you will ever have. Right. Prayer and the word of God. And when you begin to pray the word of God, it's a double whammy. Yeah, that's exactly right. It goes to a whole nother level. Even, uh, even if you know these things and understand how to pray and fight the good fight of faith, you can never know enough and there is more to learn by the spirit. Absolutely. Yes. We must ask God and seek God to reveal the deep truths of his word and of prayer as we as long as we live so that's the first prayer i want to pray lord and i pray this y'all i can't tell you how many times i pray this i pray this literally almost every day lord i ask you to reveal to us the deep truths yes of prayer yes jesus the deepest truths of prayer increase our hunger yes Open our eyes and give us revelatory yes. eyes. Give us a revelatory heart. And let our spirits open wide up, wide yes. open to receive. Yes, yes. Your incredible revelation and wisdom that comes from seeking your face. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus. So the question I want to ask you is why do we pray? Yeah. And you may say, well, a lot of reasons. You may say, I pray, you know, um, I pray because I need God to do things for me. And and we do need God to do things for us. Yeah. And you may say, I pray because I want things. And sometimes I don't know if God wants it for me. And, and sometimes that can fall. We can pray prayers out of greed. Yeah. That's why we have to learn to ask God that will be done. Right. And then you may be one of those that pray, and we've all done all of these, really. Right. That pray because it's a religious duty. Something you check off. Something, yeah. It's it's my religious duty to get up and spend a little time with God, and I just, you know, tell Him I love Him, and I give Him a whole long list of what I want Him to do, and it's a one-sided relationship, and it's not real communion. Right. And that falls under vain repetitions. Right, right. And we've, I've prayed prayers just because I needed God to move. I've, I've been in seasons of my life where God was the Santa Claus. Yeah. And I ran in there and I said, God, I need you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And I don't, there's probably a lot of times he didn't hear any of those prayers. Yeah. Some of them he heard, he was just merciful to me. Yeah. And then there's been times that, you know, I prayed out of selfish greed. Right. And I came to God with a plan. And I said, God, I want you to bless my plan. And then I learned that it was so important to say, God, this is what I want to do. But But is this what you want for me? (laughs) Is this your will? Is this your will? Pastor Callie and I had a conversation earlier about, you know, it's kind of like our kids, when they call us and they only call us when they need something but how different it is 
when they just pick up the phone and they call us to say, I love you. I just want to check on you today. How are you, mom? How is everything? I want to tell you how much I love you. And they're not there for anything else, but just to tell us how much they love us. It's a completely different relationship. It's not one-sided. It's not, I'm there to get something from you, but I'm there to show you I love you and not expect anything in return. I'm there to build a relationship. relationship And let me, let me make this clear. God wants to bless you. Yes, he does. God wants to help you. Right. God wants to give you what you need. More than that, he wants relationship. That's what it's about. That's it. He wants you to come into his presence with your focus on him. Yeah. And come into his presence and he becomes the only one in the room. And when we build relationship with the father, sometimes I come into his presence. I don't say a word. Right. I may say, I love you, Jesus. Yeah. I love you, Jesus. Yes, yes. I love you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I get quiet before (laughs) him. And then he begins to just by the spirit download solutions to problems. Right. Wisdom with the church. Right. Wisdom with a child. I don't even have to ask him. But I've worshipped him. Yes. And he knows the manner of my need. He knows. He knows everything. Before we even ask. Before we even ask. So remember that he's called us to relationship. So I, we don't, we don't need to just come to him because we need God to do something or because we want something to consume on our own lust or because we're checking off a religious box. But as Christians, we should come to the Lord and what the only desire and I've had to ask God to help me with this. The only desire should be, Lord, I want to know you. I want to love you. I want to receive your wisdom. I want to pour out my love on you. I want to honor you. I want to hear your voice. Yes, 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 yes. And when yes. we begin to call on him for that reason, everything changes. Yes. Prayer, uh, Pastor Callie, reorders our affections. When about a month or so ago, the Lord called me to prayer and fasting for a season of time. And during that time, the Holy Spirit began to reorder some affections in my heart and show me areas of my life that are not evil in and of themselves, but my affections were out of order. And the Holy Spirit will begin to do that through prayer. That's how he corrects. That's how he guides. That's how he downloads what he has for us. Jesus was our prime example. Jesus, why we, why do we pray? We pray because Jesus prayed. Yep. Yep. Jesus didn't do anything that he didn't see or hear his father do. He would not only pray in public, but he would pray alone. He, he would move away from the crowds after he administered and he would get alone with the father. He would shut the door and in that private communion god would download to jesus his instructions and all the things that he had for him he did nothing without seeking the father first and then he would get direction from him and and he would walk that out 
And then he would do what God said do. And then he would go back and get along with the father. That's how he lived his life here on earth. And you think about it. He's Jesus. <laughs> he's Jesus. But he's also man. He is God and man all at the same time. And the spirit of prayer is what kept his flesh in check. Yes. And submitted to the father and the will of the father for his life. And to the place where he went to the cross and his flesh was crying out, Pastor Kelly, I don't, if you got another plan, God, I'm all about that. Yeah, he went, we talked about this earlier. He went to the garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. You're talking about the, the Trinity, the third person in the Godhead. I mean, Jesus. the second person in the Godhead. Yes. You're talking about the son. He, w- he was perfect. Right. He had no sin. Right, right, right. He, he had no sin. He's committed no sin. Right. And, and he gets to Gethsemane knowing that the mission is death. Right. But he said, if this, he said, Lord, if this can pass, if this cup can pass, pass for me. if there's another way, that was his flesh crying. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if not, thy will be done. According to thy will, so be it. There is a primary lesson for us in our prayer life. Right. Lord, I think this is what you want me to do. Right. I've I've even heard a mandate. This is what you want me to do. But according to your will, your timing, your purpose, and not according to time. And that is a paramount prayer that we must embrace in our heart, not just words, but in our heart to truly walk out the power of God and the results of a powerful prayer life. See a powerful prayer life will, will equal a powerful life, right? Right. A weak prayer life will equal a weak life. That's exactly right. That's that's pretty simple, but that's it. It's just that simple. Yeah. If yeah. you want to do, if God's called you to ministry of some sort, which I know he has, you can do it powerfully. You can do it by the spirit. You can do it with signs, wonders, and miracles. And right. I have this um, prayer. Um, I, I, need you to, um, I, I need you to mute your uh, microphone. Yeah, we're still hearing some people talking. Can y'all mute your mics? And if you have a question... We want your questions, but just put them in the chat box. But you can have all you can you can do all kinds of things for the Lord, but without the foundation of a prayer life, right? Where I am hearing from God, I am seeing God, I am living in the realities of the Godhead, right? It'll be tough. Yeah. It'll it'll feel like you're pulling a hundred pound weight all the time. Well, without prayer, ministry will kill you. Uh, it'll kill you. It'll, it'll take your spiritual life because you're trying to do it in your own strength. And, and God has called each and every one of you to do great things for him. But without prayer, it's, it's, it's impossible. It'll, the, the very thing that you believe God's called you to do would be the very thing that destroys you because you're trying to carry it in your own strength and your own flesh. Yeah. And none of us can do that. No. God's called us to be in relationship with him, to equip us to do what he's called us to do. And so prayer literally will infuse you with the power of God to listen to his voice and to know how to walk out everything that he's called and destined you to do. And he'll teach you by the spirit. That's why it's so important 
to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Because the Holy Ghost will teach us things that we can't know naturally. Yeah. It's only supernaturally that we can know it. One of the examples that I read that I love so much, and uh, and I, I thought this was incredible revelation, it, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, there was a time before the fall of man, before God even formed Eve, that the only person Adam could communicate with was God. That's it. Yeah. Can you imagine the intimacy? Can you imagine the whole of heaven focused all its energy on one man? Yeah. God's main objective every day was to get to know Adam better. Right. right. Now think about that. He created a man, yeah. put him in a perfect place so he could get to know him. <laughs> he wanted a family. Yeah, he did. We're in the family of God. That's it. That's it. He designed, he created Adam so he could have a family. And so he could get to know him. Yeah. God's main objective every day was to get to know Adam better. And Adam's objective was to learn how to communicate with God in all his different facets. Right. That's now, so there's two things I want you to take out of here. All manner of prayer and all his different facets. Yeah. Because that's what God reveals to us as we take our journey through prayer. Absolutely. Remember, God has many names. And many titles. Right. So he can be Jehovah Rapha. Right. He can be Jehovah Jireh. My provider. He can be, he can be everything you need right. and could ever want. Right. All revelation knowledge. Oh, I love this. God's power, revelation, strength, wisdom, and open door to intimacy is available to us through a daily prayer life everything the king yeah. of kings and the lord of lords yeah. wants to not only fellowship with you but wants to guide you and give you a supernatural edge in life we underestimate the vastness of the discipline of prayer so true it's, it's so true. It's vast. If you came to me and said, Pastor Callie, I want to open up a car dealership. And I said, oh, my best friend owns the most highest grossing car dealership there is in America. Would you like for them to mentor you? You would say, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> God <laughs> loves me. And I could set you up yeah. and they could walk you through the steps of how to be the best businessman and have the best car dealership, you would think, wow, what an opportunity. God called you to do ministry. Maybe you're singing or you play an instrument and you want to go to Nashville and you want a record deal. And I said, I know somebody by the name of Leland. Yeah. And I can set you up with him and he can help you know all the ropes. You're like, I'm in. I'm in. Well, I'm here to tell you. Yes. Yes. Jesus. That the genius from heaven, yes. the genius of all the world, he has all the answers. 
He has all the strength. He has all the knowledge. He has all the power. Right. He wants to hear about your life. So good. That's so good, Pastor Cal. He wants to know you. And he wants you to know him. Absolutely. In the power and the vastness of his anointing and his great blessings. Pastor Kelly, can I share a story? Yes. First of all, prayer starts with uh, discipline. And then it moves to delight. And out of that delight comes the glory of God in your life. It begins to draw you to deeper, deeper places in the spirit. Every, every miracle ever worked in my life. From the time I was six years old, when I prayed the first prayer for our mom and dad to stop drinking. And within weeks, there was a man standing at the door, inviting my, our parents to an AA meeting. I realized as a six-year-old little girl that God truly answered prayer. Yes. I knew he had heard my prayer and he had answered my prayer. You could not convince me that God did not answer my prayer. From six years old to today, I'm almost 60. Any miraculous thing that's ever happened in our life has been because of prayer. It's been because of saying, God, I can't do this on my own. I don't even want to try to do this on my own. I need you. You know better than I know how to walk this life out. Yes. From answering the call to be pastors here at COL, not knowing the first thing about pastoring a church, to going with Leland to Nashville. I'll never forget our first trip to Nashville. My sister bought our play paid for Leland's ticket. We didn't have any money. My sister's always been so generous and she's like, I'll pay for y'all to go. And Leland was just a kid. And I remember us driving there and I said, Leland, I don't know anybody. You don't know anybody. I said, let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. And we prayed in tongues all the way to Nashville. And we got there and God ordered our steps and we met the right people that ended up being a part of Leland's future and opening doors for him. And so I'm telling you this to say, that I have lived a life yeah. of yeah. 60 years of praying and praying in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Ghost knows how to pray for you. Yep. He knows how to teach you how to pray. Yep. He knows the answers to things that you don't have answers to. Yep. And as we surrender to him, we grow in prayer. So I used to just take an allotted time for prayer. I still do. But now I pray all day. <laughs> I'm praying in the spirit all day. I'm living in the realm of heaven, praying from heaven to earth all day. And you can do that. You can literally take that allotted time, close the door, get along with God, walk out of that place and live in the Holy Spirit all day long, praying from heaven to earth. And God's realities become our realities. There is a difference. In walking with God. Yeah. Yeah. And walking in the reality of God. That's so good. Walking in God. That's it. And there's a difference in a daily appointed time. You got to have that. Yeah, you do. That's a great place to start. Discipline. Discipline. (laughs) But But there's also a lifestyle of prayer. Right. Right. Where God can, there's, there's three things that I, and there may be more, but there's the daily discipline right. of the appointed time. That's where you 
that's how you grow. That's how you learn. I do it now. It's, it's something I do every day. Then there's the praying all day. Right. Communicating. Now, right. do I pray? I'm not praying out loud. A lot of times I'm praying under my breath. I'm praying. I go find a place. I'll hear, the, I'll hear God speak to me. I'll, I'll ask God. I'll stop and pray for a minute. It's just a daily communion. Right. And then there's the times that the burden of prayer hits me. Which I would call intercessory prayer. And yeah. Yeah. sometimes I know what I'm praying for. Right. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes God reveals to me what I actually prayed for. Sometimes yeah. he never does. Right. But the burden of prayer. Yes. I'll give you an example. A few days back, maybe two weeks ago, I had a whole day planned. And I got up and did prayer before I did prayer. You know, I right. have a little time with God about an hour with God before I come live every morning. Yeah. And then I did my prayer time online and I was finishing up my prayer time. And I heard the Lord say, I really want you to kind of wipe your schedule, rearrange it and spend the whole day with me today. And the burden of prayer hit me that day. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. Uh, yes. there were some certain things that I'm praying for with my kids and I knew that day I was praying for my kids Yeah. for a good portion of the day. I was interceding over my children. And then a good portion of the day, I was interceding over this church right, and over right, America. Right. And I actually knew by the spirit what God was, God was praying through me. Right. Right. And nothing is done on earth. That's not prayed. Heaven's will is prayed through your voice. That's it. That's Heaven's it. plans. God comes inside of you and he prays the will of the father. Right, right, right. Now, does God move sovereignly? Yes. He moves sovereignly. Yes, he does. But I can, I would, I would wager that even the things that we call the sovereign moves of God, that we may have never prayed, that somebody prayed. Generations back. <laughs> somebody <laughs> prayed. Yeah, I believe Because that. prayers never die. No. No. Prayers never die. There's not an expiration date no. on a prayer. No, no, no. And and that would you read that thing that you you said earlier? This was so powerful. This is a quote by Ian Bounds. If you've never read Ian Bounds, you you need to get books by him because he was a mighty man of prayer. And this was one of the things he quoted in his book. The man who has done the most and best praying is the most immortal because prayers do not die. Wow. The man who the man who has done the most and the best praying is the most immortal because prayers do not die. Prayers outlive the lives of those who uttered them. They outlive a generation, they outlive an age, they outlive a world. When God's house on the earth is a house of prayer, then God's house in heaven is busy and powerful in its plans and movements. Isaiah 56 and 7 says, For mine house shall be called a house of prayer for all people, says the Lord. It is only when the whole heart is gripped with a passion of prayer that the life-giving fire Whoa. descends from heaven. Wow. For none but the earnest man gets access to the ear of God 
And that is the purpose of prayer. James 5, 16 says the effectual, fervent yes. prayer of a righteous man, or we could say woman, availeth much and has great power. Wow, wow. Well, uh, back to that day that I, the Lord said, I want you to stay and pray. That was the morning, Pastor Cindy, that I got up and I'm sitting in my living room and I'm looking into my formal little area and I see two angels standing there. Yeah. And I'm taken back and I said, Lord, what are they here for? And he says, they're the angels of breakthrough. Wow. And they've come to take your prayers. Wow. <laughs> we may not always see them. No. But they're there. Right. right. The angels are there. Ooh. And they're waiting on you to yeah. pray the prayers. Because we co-labor. We co-labor with the Father. Yes. They're yes. waiting on you to pray the prayers. Yes. To say, thy will be done. God, here's yes. the prayer. Lord, here's my sons. Yeah. And I, 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 I know it's your will that my son lives for you. Yes. I know it's your will that he yes. does the will, purpose, and plan that you have for him. I know it's your will. And Father, I, I just I pray for my son. And I, I'm not going to ask you to do this, this, and this. I'm just asking you to align him yeah. with your will, purpose, and plan. That's it. See, because I couldn't say, God, I need you to change this and this, my son, this and my son, this and my son. Or I can't say, God, I know it's your will. And I need you to align him. I need you to just begin to yeah. deal with him. And when I prayed that prayer, Cindy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a God prayer. Ooh. It was a prayer that aligned with the heart of the Father. It was a prayer that I felt God respond to, and He took it, and He went to heaven with it, and He went, and he, and all of a sudden, those angels are dispatched right. to go right. and work on my behalf yes. because what I prayed was what God wanted. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you. Jesus. That even this week, these are going to pray according to your will. Yes. Yes, Jesus. They're going to bring their petitions before you. And they're going to start with worship and prayer and adoration. Because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And they're going to put you first. And they're going to worship you in power and might. And the only God in heaven, you are the King of kings. And the Lord of lords, there is none beside you. They're going to make you so great because you are great. There was a young man and he wanted to get on a ship liner and he was coming from from Europe to America and he bought his ticket and 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 he packed enough 
cheese and crackers yeah. that he, he could eat a, just a small portion every day until he got to America. So he had to be very careful not to let his hunger yeah. cause him to overeat. He's almost to America. They're three days from America. And he runs into the captain. And he begins to talk to the captain. And he says, we're almost to America. This, I'm so excited. And, yeah. and so the captain took a liking to him and said, hey, why don't you come down to the banquet hall and eat? And let's talk some more. And he said, oh, oh, captain, I, I didn't have enough money to buy the ticket where I could get food. I, I just got the ticket that I could just get to America. And the captain said, oh, son, that ticket was all inclusive. That included all your food. And he didn't know. Okay. And so he got three days of the banquet table Ooh, when he could have had three months. Wow. And you see the devil yeah. does everything in his power to shut off and to distract us. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. we don't get our prayer in because of distractions of the enemy. That's it. And we're not yeah. resolute in our designated time or resolute in offering prayers all day long. Instead yes. of reacting in the spirit and going to God with something, we react in the flesh or we're not resolute. And, and we think, you know, uh, I have to get everything done on my list. I can't stay home and pray all day. But the truth is the ticket, yeah. the prayer ticket yeah. includes all everything. the riches of heaven. That's it. It's, it includes the banquet hall. And when you get a hold of that, you will have an insatiable desire right. for his Ooh, presence. Because with him comes all the revelation, that's it. all the power, all the riches of heaven, oh, all the wisdom, all the supernatural gets added to your natural. Right. And all of a sudden you can do great exploits yes. because you have connected yes. Yes. and you got the full meal deal with the ticket. Yes. So See, Jesus came and died for it all. Right. But I access it with my prayer called, that's my ticket. That's my ticket. And that ticket so includes good. everything. So I can only use one part of that it maybe pray once a week yeah or i can pray you know for 20 minutes every three days or i can just pray when i go to church or i can take that ticket to the father right so you know what i get the whole thing that's it. Cindy. that's it i get the whole thing so that's the, so the truth is i want you to come out of this week with a determination thank you Jesus. and begin to ask the father this week thank you for teaching me all manner of prayer right I want you to right. take that scripture, right. read that scripture, pray that scripture, ask God to give you revelation on that scripture. I want you to be extremely diligent yes. with your allotted designated for the Father. And here's, here's something I want you to know. In a true relationship, no one person does all the talking. Right. There are going to be times that you go into the Father, go with the Father in, in the spirit of prayer, and you, you get into the throne room, and you're going to worship him, and then you're just going to get quiet and receive. Right. And he's going to speak all manner of revelation to you, and power, and anointing, and wisdom, and 
strength and love. Sometimes they'll just love on you. And then there's going to be times that you go into the throne room and you pour out your heart like Hannah did and you groan and cry because you what what is what you need is so deep you can't put it into words. Right. And then there's going to be times you go into the throne room and you worship him and you dance and you sing and you declare how great he is. And all of a sudden miracles begin to break forth in your life because you came to him with the manner of worship that he called for for the moment. So good. So I'm asking you this week to read that first scripture. Yeah. Be diligent with your designated time this week. Right. Next week, we're going to go through the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to break down the Lord's Prayer. And this is going to be a powerful lesson and a, and a lot of revelation knowledge on what's just in that prayer. Right. And I want you to read it ahead of time. Get your own revelation. Ask God to speak some things to you. And then we'll break that down next week. So Pastor Cindy, is there anything else you wanted to add? I was just, I was just thinking about what you were just talking about in, in that time of intimacy with the Lord. Um, when you shut the door with him, it's just you and him. There's going to be times the Lord is going to share things with you that you may want to share with somebody else. Revelation knowledge that comes from just being alone with him. But then there's times that it's so intimate that it's just between you and him and he'll share secrets, secrets with, with you about your future, about your heart, about things that he wants for you. It, they're just between you and him and they're not for other people to hear or to know, but that's the kind of intimacy the Lord wants with us. He wants to go so deep that it literally transforms us into another person. Yes. I, I, I've said this before recently and I, and I find myself praying this all the time. Now I used to pray pastor Valley that God would use me right. for years. I prayed that prayer, but now it's a prayer of God transform me. Yes. Let me become love. Let me yes. become more like you mm. as I spend time with you and you pour out your love on me and That's I pour out my love on you that I walk out of here transformed into your love because really that's what he's looking for. He's looking for his love in us to not only transform us, but to transform others. That's what that power of community and relationship is really all about and ultimately change the world and our legacy and our future and our children, our children's children for generations to come. Yeah. The truth is as I'm transformed, I become a powerful weapon in the hand of God. That's right. And then he can use me in full capacity because my ego won't get out of place. My, my uh, pride won't get out of place. My selfish ambitions not out of place. But if my, if the love of God is not becomes the most passionate thing in me and the solid rock to which my life's built on. Yeah. Yeah. then, Then everything gets wanky. So Pastor Cindy's right. Uh, That is the first and the highest call we have is to know his love, receive his love, right? And be his love. Thank you, Jesus. Through the transforming power of Jesus Christ. And prayer is the vehicle for that to happen in his word. I love y'all so, so much. Now, listen. I think this is going to be downloaded uh, today on a YouTube and the YouTube will be sent out. 
uh, sometime tomorrow. If you don't get it, check your spam. I had several texting me during the broadcast that I'm sure they got the link, but it, they're spam. You know, a lot of times we have all these different things that mitigate what we actually receive right. in our email. So check your spam, but you should get that tomorrow sometime. It will be downloaded to YouTube. We're going to do it in YouTube because it'll stay forever in YouTube. And it'll be a private YouTube that you get. And you can go back and listen to this, and you should have that tomorrow. We love you so much. Thank you for your faithfulness. I love you. Send us your questions on the chat, and we will take pictures of that and do our best to answer as many as we can next week. We love you so much. I pray God's blessings on you. Feel it, Lord. We seal it. We declare it. We decree it. That these women are literal giants in the faith and they are prayer warriors that are going to change history. Yes. They're going to change the legacies of their families. Yes. They're going to walk in power and might. They're going to see the salvation of the Lord. And everything they set their hand to do, everything they set their hand to do will be blessed. Yes. No weapons formed against them will prosper. They will know the power of prayer. They will walk in the reality of the Godhead. And they will walk by the spirit and not by the arm of the flesh. We declare and decree it in the name of Jesus. We love you so much. Be blessed. And we will see you next Tuesday night. Pastor Cindy and I will be in Philly. So we'll be broadcasting out of Philly. And uh, we love you. We'll see you next Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. And you should get your YouTube tomorrow. God bless. We love you.